Hey Revelation Wellness, I'm Aaron, one of the team members here, and I want to thank you for pressing play on this episode. We've got a great Revving the Word for you today, and it's going to get your body, your mind, and your soul moving. Now before we press play, we want to invite you to a free webinar on Thursday, February 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern, and you're going to want to watch this, especially if you're ready to quiet the food noise without taking a pill. Join Elisa Keaton, our founder and CEO, for this free webinar where we're breaking through the confusion to teach you how to find health and wholeness without falling for the next fad. It's completely free, but you will need to register. All you got to do is swipe up on the show notes so you don't miss out. As always, thanks so much for being here. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts because it helps us spread the good news. You know what? You can even leave a message for us on SpeakPipe. We listen to each and every one, and we love hearing your voice. All right. Are you ready for this today? Let's get to it. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. I'm looking out my window right now, and it is a dreary, gray, rainy, cold day in Phoenix, Arizona. I don't know where you are, but when the weather changes, it's so fascinating here, especially in Arizona. So let's just take in our environment. Truly, right now, scan, look around left to right and take a deep breath. Feet on the ground, head up, shoulders back. All right, I'm just gonna let you know right now, friends. I have a fire in my belly on this message. Oh my goodness. I, and here's the thing. I've heard this message before. I've read this passage before. But God's done something new in me. And so, Aaron, our podcast producer, I'm already looking at the sound waves. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be roaring in this one. I got a fire in my belly. So friend, if you are weary, if you are growing weary, you're you're losing sight of the gift of God and grace and mercy and vision for the kingdom, we're gonna get it back today. Let's awaken. So hi friend, I'm Elisa Keaton, the founder of Revelation Wellness. We're moving into year 14, moving bodies. And if you go to my Instagram page, you're welcome over there. Hey, be sure to follow Revelation Wellness. And if you wanna come follow me, Elisa Keaton. I'm often following up on these teachings over there. And my bio, says this right now, you know, author, speaker, founder of Revelation Wellness, getting the body of Christ, her body back. Because we're the bride, we're the bride of Christ. And y'all, been in the industry of bodies for over 30 years and I can get the most (laughs) 
results, the most committed clients over the years. A bride, a bride, because she knows there's gonna come a day all eyes are on her. So she's ready to get her body back. Friends, right now, let's get that vision. You're the bride of Christ. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the work of the cross, that you are saved by grace through faith, not works of your own, so you don't get to boast, you're the bride. He's the bridegroom and he's coming back. He wants to marry us here and now for the now to the ever after. He's making all things new. Our bodies, our brains, which by the way, your body is a bigger result of what you are thinking. Because from what you think is what you do. So let's go today. Let's pray. God, we love you. Holy, holy, holy are you. We honor you. Our eyes are on you, God. We lift our head as we move our bodies and increase our heart rate, God. Stir up in us hope, faith, love, and a strength for the fire. The consecration that will come is here now and is not gonna stop burning until your people are a pleasing offering to you, burning away from us all the things that we never need. So come, God, move us. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, right now, just move your body any way you want, but it's on purpose. Get the heart rate going, blood flowing. Yeah, because where bodies move, our brains groove. You know, new grooves. You ever picture a brain in your head right now? All right, it's kind of lumpy. It's got a bunch of grooves in it. We want new grooves. So let's move. On a scale of one to 10, honestly, I don't even know what I'm gonna call out today. <laughs> let's just move. Anything above a five, you're doing it. You're stirring up hope molecules in your body. God made you to move. So I'm gonna pray. Oh, we already prayed. <laughs> I'm gonna read from Romans 12. Y'all, we've read this before. Maybe, or maybe this is brand new to you. But I sat with the Lord. What do you want, God? Because I'm not doing a book right now. I'm just listening to the Lord. And this verse grabbed me by the throat. So here we go. I pray you would hear this as if you are hearing it for the first time. Shake off yesterday. Shake off the calloused heart, the bitter, the anger, the disappointment, and hear this afresh. Paul says, Romans 12, one through two. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, 
and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. This is the word of the Lord. Do you believe it? Receive it. Okay, can we sense the urgency here, Paul? <laughs> this is the book of Romans. It's one of the most systematic books presenting the gospel that we have. So if you wanna understand the gospel in one book, I think this book, and here's the thing about this book, it's written with the complete story. Jesus, the fulfillment of the prophecies, the fulfillment of the Old Testament. And now we're under a new covenant. We've been saved by grace. It's a work of God. Our faith in Christ gives us right standing with God, gives us access to God. That's it. Nothing you can do. So let me ask you this question. How close to God are you? You know you're close and closer and closer. As T.D. Jake says, the more it smells like burning flesh in your home. He's a holy, holy fire. And he says, approach me, come. He's approachable and we, our living sacrifice. So by chapter 12, just be a seven guys, we're cruising along. Get in your body for a second, relax your shoulders, come on. Little push off the ground. Don't sink into the ground. Use it as your springboard. <laughs> it's your foundation. Rise up, be present. All right, so by chapter 12, there's this moment where Paul says, well, he says, therefore, in other translations, verse one starts with therefore, literally. This, his therefore is everything before. Every chapter of this book comes to this moment. And in previous chapters, Again, he's laying down the gospel. <laughs> that we worship and serve created things rather than created God. Our foolish and futile minds are darkened before Christ appeared. And that none of us should judge another 
because they can't see because we once couldn't see too. We've been saved by faith in Jesus Christ. Our faith makes us righteous. Paul goes on to talk about we're dead to sin. We're now alive to Christ. And so how do we live alive to Christ? Life in the Spirit, chapter eight. So all the verses, all the chapters, and remember, we, we chopped up the book into chapters for our sake. This is just one long, beautiful letter that Paul wrote to the church in Rome. And what I love about reading the epistles, the letters of Paul to the churches, it's literally the first time they're hearing it. They are baby Christians. And I think we need to become that again. Pray this prayer with me if you want it. God, teach me all over again. We are born again into new life, new life. How new is your life? And here's my bigger question of us today. How different, how different is our life from those in the world? Come on, how different. This is the fire. God's put something in me, y'all. Blame it on the fast. <laughs> we have been fasting in the ministry, doing the sugar fast, which you're welcome to come anytime. Self-paced through it, back in our membership program. Just raising up healthy disciples, healthy and whole disciples. And what fasting does is it's a sacrifice. It's a willing, I'm gonna step into this sacrifice. And Paul says, we should be living this way. You don't just offer one sacrifice one time a year, maybe a couple times because your friends are doing it. This is how we live. And it's being a living sacrifice that makes us different, sets us apart. Paul even says that being a living sacrifice is the holy and acceptable thing to God on our part. It's holy and acceptable. How different are you from the rest of the world? How different. When's the last time you said no? <laughs> When's the last time you got up and walked out of a space because the Holy Spirit got up and walked out? Come on, friends, and we don't have to do it like a curmudgeon or some type of elitist religious person. You can just quietly get up, smile, and exit, because the Holy Spirit is on the move. 
And you're like, well, at least I thought God is always with me. You're saved. You can't get rid of his presence, but you can get some distance. Can I get an amen? Push. Go ahead and push to an eight. Come on, come on. Holy. He's looking for a distinct people. Back in Exodus 11, when God is freeing his people from the bondage of Egypt, from tyrants, oppression of the Egyptians, right? His people were prospering. And here, remember this, here we should, we probably go, well, how come we were prospering, God? Why don't you just leave us alone? Isn't that what you want for us? This whole prosperity thing? Uh-oh. Listen, when the gospel becomes about us, the Holy Spirit left the building. There is distance. The gospel is about God, holy and humble. He's a holy and humble God, savior of the world. We are not. Be an eight if you can hold that eight. And so the people were prospering and then times change. A different Pharaoh comes in that doesn't honor Joseph and Joseph's legacy. Times change, everyone. Stop holding God in handcuffs and ankle chains to your timing to your plan, it's his plan. Shake off those chains and live as one who is redeemed and you were born for this time. You were made for this time. You were made to have to walk out of some rooms, push away for some tables and put things on your plate a little differently Come on. So in Exodus 11, this is the final plague where God's like, all right, Pharaoh's not letting you go. Every firstborn will be put to death and there will be great moaning, great wailing, a great cry throughout all of the land. And he says this in verse seven, but not a dog shall growl against any of the people of Israel that you may know. Listen, listen, listen. The Lord makes a distinction between Egypt and Israel. God is looking for a distinct people. Be different, lean in. Come on, overcome or be overcome. Your choices. 
be a slave to the world or a bondservant to Christ. You are a distinct people. I'm hungry for this. Come on. This is like the work of our life, y'all. The enemy, the world, and our flesh is constantly trying to get us to compromise. Just compromise. Now here, I wanna honor something. For some of you, this is a, this feels like a difficult message because you're like, I'm trying, Elisa, I'm trying. And I want you to know this, listen to me. I'm gonna grab you right now, I wanna make you stop moving, put my hands on your face, look right in your eye and say, compassion. You need love. You need Jesus to love the hell out of you because your flesh is exhausting you and you're trying again and you're trying again and you're trying again. Blessed are the poor in spirit. You don't got anything left and you fall into his lap and you let him love you. You go into that holy place, that intimate place and let him burn away the things you're running from, the thing that you keep moving to the next diet or the next purchase, the next pleasure. When God's saying, come to me, you'll never hunger if you come to me. And if you just believe in me, you'll never thirst. Come to him. You have to heal. So this message is for those who have been healing, you've been practicing the quiet way, the little way, the kind way. And even in doing that, that is distinct. You get it? The rest of the world keeps pulling up their boots by the bootstraps and getting onto the next thing and finding the next self-help webinar. Come on, even in how we heal, it is different. Holy Spirit, minister to your people now. Speak to them, say what I cannot say, and only you can, about them being a different people. notice right now as you worship him <laughs> everything changes you don't need to work harder you just need to worship you've been saved by grace by a real man who is really God who willingly put himself on a cross and his body was ripped 
so yours could be made whole. Listen, and some of you might say, at least I'm still sick. We live in the now and the not yet. You wanna punch the enemy in the face? Even in your sickness, you give God praise. He's holy. He's holy. Heal our impatient hearts, Scott. And I'll say this a thousand times over until I die. Listen, people who get healing, and it's like God did that, that, that is something evident. That is a something, a distinct move of God. And praise God. That is something to get up and leap and praise God for. And that's, he's still doing that today. I see him do it all the time. I hear the stories. I watch the testimonies. I watch, I stir up my faith that way that he's still a God who does that. But then there are some who have been prayed for, prayed for, prayed for, and their hearts love Jesus, and he just hasn't moved yet. And I'll tell you this, the testimony of the healed person is powerful, but the testimony of the faithful person There's no word, it's holy. How can you keep worshiping God? Even though you're, you're so not whole yet. Well, that's the mark of a holy person. Because they know they're not defined by what their body can do, but who they worship. And you've heard me say, your body is for ability. Climbing mountains, running marathons, that's all nice. And you can do that for the glory of God. But our body, the use of it is so you can make God known. Use your words. Get up and walk out of spaces where the Holy Spirit has walked out. Get up, use your body. You're a living sacrifice. Y'all, gosh, I don't even know what I'm doing with my notes anymore. I'm just gonna keep following the Holy Spirit here. I am I'm hungry for a distinct people, how about you? Not people who thumb their nose at other people and look down their nose at people. People are so in love with God, so transfixed, mesmerized, that the fruit just falls off of them. Come on, ask him for that if that's what you want, ask him. Now here's the thing about holiness. One, it requires you 
to keep the altar burning. He's a holy fire. You gotta keep the fire burning. And I don't know about you, but I think the time we're living in, every day, man, if I leave my house, there is plenty of opportunities for me to throw a log on the fire and say, God, this is for you. As my flesh is burning, I hear you telling me to bless this person behind the cash register. I hear you telling me, tell them about me. Have interest in who they are. Be weird, be different, be distinct. And that's gonna burn. Or just choosing to put your phone down and be present, that's gonna burn. Choosing to pick your eyes up and look for a person in need rather than what you're looking for, that's gonna burn. God, give us a grace. God, give us a grace. Because look around, friend. Look around. Does the world look closer to Babylon or the New Jerusalem? <laughs> right, the New Jerusalem is that what's referred to in Revelations 21, 2. And I saw the holy city, the New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Friend, that's you and me. But you gotta get ready. There's a wedding coming. And we are preparing a new city. We are part of the new city. But we're living, friends. I just, it's Babylon. And it looks like we're outnumbered, but two can put 10,000 to flight. God is not a respecter of our numbers. Stop looking at the numbers. Power. Just a little bit. Jesus talks about this. Just a little bit of faith, pure faith. It has power to to grow like leaven in a lump, but a little bit of pride, a little bit of hiding out in your needs and what you want and taking scriptures to make them mean what you want them to mean, to meet your pain. Water on the fire. And we are here longing for something special but we don't look different. Friends, there's so much opportunity now for us to live out this passage. I appeal to you, therefore, in light of all that Christ has done, <laughs> and the Holy Spirit you've been given and placed inside of you, brothers and sisters, by the mercy of God, present yourself, your whole self, your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. This is your worship. Your worship does not happen once a week on Sundays. It's every day and every moment. And I want you to lift the corners of your mouth. This is not a heavy message for a heart that has fallen in love. Because <laughs> you can't burn 
fire with fire. If you are all flame, and friends, I'm feeling it in me, all flame, all flame. And I'm not here to burn other people, but to burn so brightly that others gather around to see. That's what a fire does. In our outdoor leadership program, Rev Wild, man, talk about sacrifice. You go outdoors, you leave your comforts behind, and it's in order you meet with God. God, I got I'm fasting from my bed, I'm fasting from my food, and I'm gonna put a bag on my back and my feet, and I'm gonna go meet with you. It's a pilgrimage. And there's this moment of every night when a fire is made. And people don't go off into the dark corners of the forest away from the fire, they come to it. Burn, burn for the new Jerusalem. Babylon needs to see our burn. You are set apart. And here's the thing about holy. One, it requires a sacrifice, so I just made that point. You're gonna have to put some logs on the fire. <laughs> Holiness is a fire, something's gotta burn. What do you got to give? Every day. And the word holy, we often hear it means to be set apart, which it does, to be distinct, be different. God makes a distinction between the people of the world and the people of his kingdom. But holy, we often think it means to come out and be separate from, the word from, be separate from, but the word holy actually means to be unto, to be to something. <laughs> You're holy to God and God is holy to you. Eye to eye, see him right now. God, you are holy to me. And he says, you're holy to me. <laughs> Be with me. Choose me. Let his eyes burn fire when he looks at you. You're holy to me, he says. You're holy. And that's what gives us wholeness, whether our body is working as we wish or not. I'm pretty positive when Jesus just came near someone, he looked at someone and they could be healed. Deep calls to deep. Fire calls to fire. Holy calls to holy. So do not be conformed to this world. Friend, I'm gonna encourage you. If this message is kind of like, oh, I get it, but something's missing, consider going through the fast. If you don't have an eating disorder, you're not recovering from that, consider some type of fast. Fast your, your comforts. Put a big old bonfire out on your front porch. <laughs> I'm busy right now, burning for the Lord. Being holy to God. 
and he'll speak and you will fall so much more in love with New Jerusalem than Babylon. God, I ask for your Holy Spirit to back this message. Give us new cravings, new desires. Do a distinct work in us, your people. In Jesus' name, amen. friend.